0: All right. We have our first repeat of an opening word. Something I've been tracking but not talking about is the opening words. I told you all I was tracking who said the first and last words, but not what those words were. Well, this opening word has appeared as an opening word in this episode by Phoebe, as well as episode four by Monica. And I honestly thought we'd get a little further than episode 10, the one with the monkey, before this happened. But we'll just roll with it. And in case you forgot, I'm your host, Regina Adams, and welcome back to Weenus, a friend's podcast. You're probably wondering what the word is, but... I'm not sharing it because a special word graphic will drop at the end of this season with all of the opening words and all of the closing words. You'll get to see if there's any repeats as well if there are any crossovers with opening to closing or closing to opening words. Before we get into it, one upfront noteworthy item for this week is this is the shortest closing scene we've had so far. I thought last week was short, but this week takes it by a mere two seconds, but Again, I don't want to give too many goodies away before we dive right into it. can't believe I'm going to do this because we normally have a little bit of a recap but I am going to jump right into some of the stats. We have so much going on now that we are nearly halfway through the season. There's a lot we can talk about. There's a lot we can compare. There's a lot to discover. This is going to be a for me at least, I don't know about you, listening, but this is going to be a really fun episode for me because I feel like there's just so much more. That we can discover and look at. So to start, obviously I'm not going to give away breakdown of times right away, but I am going to give away, not give away, but I am going to talk about the compounded time last this week versus talking about it first before I break down each individual character. And that's because if I talk about compounded time first and what I want to discuss, it's going to give away some things in the individual time, and I don't want to do that. So we're going to talk individual times first, and then we're going to go into the compounded time. But before we do any of that, I need to make sure that we cover our other bases, right? I just mentioned that I'm tracking what the first and last words are again I'm still not going to share that like I mentioned until at the end of the season I'll put up a graph that's got all of the first and last words but I am going to tell you that Phoebe has the first word this week and Rachel has the last word this week now they both had that role before Phoebe has been in a first word before and Rachel's been in a last word before so these aren't new roles for them and then rolling right into the next thing here we have our opening and closing scene lengths as well as our locations. This is the third time out of 10 episodes that we do not open in the coffee house. We open, it's actually an exterior street shot. It's at night and the timing is in the middle. Nothing significant there, nothing to dig into And in with that. But our closing scene... We're in Monica and Rachel's apartment, which is not the first time we've ended an episode there. But the significance to this, as I mentioned, this is the shortest closing scene length by two seconds. So last week we had 27 seconds in our closing scene. This week is 25 seconds. So for right now, episode 10 is the shortest closing scene length. We'll see if anything is shorter than that or we might have just had our record for season one. And then going into some themes here... I'll have to tell you, picking out the themes were fine. The themes were easy to do once I watched the episode. It was the main characters that were a struggle for me because it was an episode that I could not figure out what else happened in this episode based on the title. So based on that title, the one with the monkey, I knew that Ross was going to be a main character for me and the number one based on the title. However... I could not remember anything else that happened in this episode. Couldn't remember that it was a holiday episode, which I guess I should have inferred that based on last week's being a Thanksgiving episode. So initially, Ross was my only main character. And then when I looked up our guest stars for this episode to talk about on Tuesday's episode, the mini-sode, once I knew who the guest stars were, It jogged my memory a little bit. It still did not, this is so weird to me that I'm just completely blanked this, but it still did not register that it was a New Year's Eve holiday episode to me. But it did allow me to put Phoebe as one of the main characters because of David's character being in the episode. So I knew this was the episode she met David and I knew that she would be one of the main characters. And then I put Monica on there because of Fun Bobby. I don't think I had any other reason for putting her on there other than Fun Bobby. For whatever reason, I felt like putting Monica over Chandler in this episode, even though Chandler's got a guest star that's tied to him too, Janice. It wasn't, it just wasn't registering. So I don't know really why I picked Monica. I think it was just an instinct to pick her over Chandler for being a main character Based on the guest star, so a little different thing this week to do there because typically I I have at least at least two main characters. Usually I can pick three out of it, but this week it was only one. The one with the monkey just it did not. It's the most elusive title ever. Obviously Ross gets a monkey, so hence the title. But. It just didn't, it doesn't tell you anything else about what happens and I had completely forgotten. So Ross is number one on my list based on the title and then Phoebe and then Monica. And so then we'll see based on our speaking time if that matches up or not. Our themes for this week though, obviously the holidays. So we're post Thanksgiving, there is a Christmas tree. They're actually taking it down. So we're post Christmas, but we're pre New Year's Eve. And then dating because Phoebe starts dating David, Rachel is dating Paolo still, who's over in Italy. And then there's the pact of them not bringing a date to the New Year's Eve party. And then they all end up bringing a date anyways. So just an overall theme of dating or having dates. And then I have the theme of loneliness. And I have that there because Ross's whole point of getting Marcel is that he's lonely or he's missing Carol that the apartment's quiet. And then, The end when everyone's dates either go separate ways or they break up with their dates or they end up with someone else at the party, whatever the case may be, they're all standing there alone. And that was the original thing anyways, was to not go with anybody. The pact was to not have a date or anything. So it's just this overarching theme of loneliness or being alone. And then, of course, we see Phoebe with her heartbreaking breakup with David, which was so sad. Obviously, we know he comes back. But if he never went to Minsk, I think Phoebe would have stayed with David. I think they would have been together the entire series, which obviously that doesn't create for Drama and a comedy because you've got to have a little drama in the comedy. You can't just have comedy all the time. So you have to have them go somewhere. But those are our themes for this week. Few kind of fun tidbits for this week. I always like to have the tidbits. It's fun stuff. We have one new set location, actually, technically two, but one that is a legitimate new set location, one which is part of the main set. It's just the first time we see it. So the actual new set is David's research room. And then The set that we see that is part of the main set is just the first time we see is actually Rachel's room. We see her room when she needs to put her makeup on after she hits the curb and cuts her lip after trying to pick up Paolo at the airport. We see her in there with Phoebe and Monica trying to put makeup on and get ready. And then Phoebe goes back in there to say goodbye to David. So we see her room a couple of times. Again, it's not going to be the last time we see her room, but it is our first time. And then the party... There's a lot of people there that we don't know that we're never going to meet. I have to assume that they're probably coworkers, maybe a few other friends that are just not ever anybody that we meet. But one person that's there that's in the background is actually Gunther. And Gunther hasn't spoke yet. He's still just lurking in the background at the coffee shop and in the background at this party. So it's fun to see that because in the future, once he starts being a character with lines and everything, he is invited to all their parties down the road. I think at least most of them. So it's fun to see him in the background even before he has a speaking time that he's part of this party. And then we get to have more of Phoebe singing. I think the last time we had Phoebe singing was in episode seven, of the one with the blackout. We get to have more of her singing, which is always fun. And of course, <laughs> it's super depressing music. And she tells them that she's got, 12 songs about her mom and one about a snowman. Chandler tells her to start with the snowman story and then she starts singing the snowman song and it turns out it's actually still about her mom in some way. Okay. So the last thing I want to touch on and just talk about before we get into timing breakdowns is actually a little bit of the clothing this week. I really liked a lot of what was being worn. I thought it was really flattering. It was very pretty. They were great colors I think this is the first time I can say I actually liked all of Chandler's clothes in an episode. I don't normally, but Monica, she is dressed in a lot of really great, very flattering stuff. I think she's in like a red or maroon long sleeve or short sleeve dress thing in the beginning that looks really good. I like that a lot on her. And then Rachel in the, it's not the opening scene, the opening scene, she's actually got a really ugly little knit sweater on, but post opening scene when she is at the coffee house when she announces Phoebe to come up and sing she's wearing this gorgeous off-the-shoulder long sleeve shirt that I think is like a maroon or a red as well and it's part of her work ensemble so she's got her shorts or skirt with the pantyhose that she typically wears and her little apron but this shirt is just it's stunning on her it's a great neckline it's a beautiful color on her and I absolutely love it And then we have the party. And this is the whole reason why I wanted to talk about the clothes because the New Year's Eve party, everybody's dressed in their best for this party, including our guest stars. Phoebe is, of course, not as formal as everybody, but she's still wearing a dress. And part of her style in this first season is uh, more puppy sleeves. I like to call them the pirate puppy shirts. And her dress is no different. She's wearing kind of a puffier sleeve dress that is, don't know the right way to describe it because I'm sure there's a word to describe the type of like the lower part of the dress that she's wearing. But I guess you could say it's like a bell dress in a way. And then it's just got like a little vest over the upper part of it. It's very cute. It's definitely something I would think is cute in a store. And then the best part about it, because I'm one of those people, I love the mustard color especially in shirts or like earrings and her dress is this mustard yellow it's a darker mustard yellow and it's very pretty and it's a great color on her and again her hair is in her wavy curly look that is it's just one of my favorite hairstyles on her it's super adorable and it works so well and then we have Rachel and Rachel is not too fancy I think because she banged up her face and everything so she's not Over the top fancy like I think she would be normally. So she's wearing just a pretty basic dress. A spaghetti strap, darker colored dress. Looks great on her. Simple. Nothing special about it. But then Monica. I love this dress on Monica. And I actually think she is someone who pulls off this halter neckline really well. The dress is a halter neckline. It is a silver sheen dress. Fitted, long, and gorgeous. And then it's got the open back. Or like the swoop down open back, and she just looks stunning. It's not the last time she's gonna look stunning. But again, because I forgot this episode, I forgot about these clothes and I forgot how gorgeous she looked. And then the two guest stars, the women, Sandy and Janice is in this, it's just super adorable. I love it. I can't say enough good things about these outfits. The costume crew did really well for this party. Janice has got like a pearl choker on. She's got a black dress with this kind of pink scrunched fabric belt around the waist and it's such a perfect look for her and it's so stunning on Maggie Wheeler as an actress again can't say enough good things about it and then we have Sandy who comes in and we don't see a lot of her full outfit but the part that you can see is an off-shoulder long-sleeve I think it's a full dress but like the upper part of it is this long sleeve that's off shoulder on both sides and I don't want to call it a plunging neckline but a cross between a V and a swoop neckline and it's this dark blue velvet color it's stunning and this actress is perfect for this look she looks fabulous and it's a great color for her the guys it's a little less in depth of talking about what they're wearing however they all look great Ross is a little less formal And then Chandler actually looks pretty good. He's got his classic vest with his sport coat and then his collared shirt underneath. Colors look great. And then Joey is in his classic lighter tee or turtleneck. And then he's got just like a leather jacket over it, but they all look great. They look fancy. They're dressed to their best. So I just had to bring that up. I mentioned that I wasn't going to talk about clothing every week. I don't know the last time I did, but I wanted to bring it up this week because of that party and because there was some good choices in there. And honestly, some stuff I would probably buy if it was, I don't know, if I had that body shape and stuff, I would totally buy some of those clothes. They're gorgeous. Okay, but to get into what everybody always wants to hear about and the thing I made you guys wait for the whole episode because I don't want to just give it away at the top of the hour is our speaking time breakdown. There are a couple of funky things going, not funky. I'm not going to say funky. It's not funky. It is surprising. There are some interesting, surprising things that happened this week. And one of that is our main speaking time. I am going to start at the bottom like I always do because I don't want to give away the top, especially because the top person was a surprise for me this week. And some of these other ones were a little bit of a surprise for me. And one of my main characters doesn't make the top three. So that was interesting as well. Starting at the bottom is unfortunately, and we're going to talk more about this in a bit, at the bottom is Joey. And he is 43 seconds. And he's not that close to the next person. He's pretty far down there. He just didn't have a lot of time this week. And all of his moments were pretty short. And then coming in at number five, which was a little surprising, is Monica. So she's actually at one minute and eight seconds, a decent spread above Joey. If you remember, she's one of my main characters. So she was my third main character, but like I said, she was a main character after I found out the guest stars and she was just a, it was a tie up between her and Chandler, who I would put in there based on the guest stars. So it wasn't a very good choice to put in as main character, but it is what I chose and she didn't make it into those top three. She's at number five. And then coming in at number four is Chandler. So he was going to be my other choice if I didn't pick Monica on the guest stars. So he's at the bottom three as well at one minute and 48 seconds. Now he touches... <laughs> I'm going to say touches because he does. He touches the average line. So their average speaking time for all six of them is a minute and 48 seconds. And that's like right at his time. And very close to him by two seconds is Rachel at third place. She is a minute and 50 seconds. Number two is actually Ross. He is at two minutes and one second. He's just above the average line. So that means that our number one spot for the first time in season one is Phoebe, and she's got three minutes and 15 seconds. That was a huge surprise to me because I had Ross in the number one spot for the title, the one with the monkey, and Phoebe's coming out on top. She was my number two, but again, I only picked her as number two after I found out that David was in the episode. This is yet another instance where the title is not matching who the main character would be, right? So the title is about the monkey, the monkey is Ross's pet and Phoebe's the number one instead of Ross. Yes, Ross is in the top three, but he's not the number one spot. So a couple of times now we've seen that the title is not matching who our number one speaking time is, which means you can't always tell what the episode's going to be about just by that title. There's a whole chunk of time that I didn't even remember happened in this episode just based on that title. So that's where our top six are. Our top six are only six. Our main cast are sitting for their speaking time. Again, before I go into compounded time, I'm going to cover our guest stars. A few interesting things with their guest stars, of course. We've got five of them. So there was bound to be a decent chunk of time for them. So Sandy's at the bottom with seven seconds, which that's not surprising. She's got a very small role. She comes in super late. Fun Bobby sits at 16 seconds. Again, not crazy surprising. He comes in late as well. He's not there till the party. when I mean, he actually comes in even later because of the grandpa passing away. And then we have Max who comes in at 34 seconds. And that I was a little surprised at. I actually forgot how much speaking time Max has in this episode. And then he's also got a little rant that he has that gives him a little boost in his time. The next surprising thing is Janice comes in at number two with 47 seconds. And given that Janice is only there for the party part of the episode is cool that she comes in a second place right because max is there for the entire episode and he's in third place yet janice is only there for the end and she's in second place now janice does have two things i'm going to point out that help bring that 47 seconds up number one she is i think she's got two not monologue but longer batches of things she's saying and then her laugh so her laugh is long and drawn out. It takes a bit to to taper off. And so I do include because it's her laugh, right? It's part of her. It's part of what she's saying. So she tops out at that 47 seconds. And then at the very top is, no surprise, it's going to be David. He has a minute and 39 seconds. So he's actually got a good chunk of time. And if you kept those numbers in your head, which you probably didn't because it's hard to keep all that stuff in track, Joey, if you remember, is at the bottom of our list at only 43 seconds this week, which means... That both Janice and David have more time than he does. And even David at a minute and 39 seconds has more time than Monica does at a minute and eight seconds. So David could have been easily one of our main six this week. And he was with his time. When we combine all of the guest time together, it comes out to three minutes and 22 seconds. So at three minutes and 22 seconds, that's more than all six of our cast individual times. Because Phoebe's at the top of the list with three minutes and 15 seconds. This has happened before, but the total guest time between the five of them is more than any of our six main cast. So the guests combined top Phoebe's time by seven seconds. It's always interesting when that happens. It's always interesting when we have individual guests that top more time than one or more of our main stars. And then for our... Total speaking time versus total non-speaking time. We have 14 minutes and five seconds of speaking time for that's the all six plus the guest stars, which leaves us with 10 minutes and 57 seconds of non-speaking time. So we're starting to see a little bit more speaking time than non-speaking time. All right. So going into our compounded time. And the reason why I left this to the end is because... I have another graph. I mentioned this on Tuesday that there was a new idea for a graph to build and I actually already released it, but we are going to talk about a little bit right now. And the reason why I want to talk about it now is because I mentioned earlier in this episode, this is Phoebe's first time being at the top of an episode. She's never done that before. I don't know that she's even been that close before, but this is her first time at the top. So that is pretty huge. She's been in the bottom twice now and then the rest of time she's stuck in the middle of the pack but there are two characters who have never seen the bottom and then there is one character who has never seen the top and i am going to talk about that one right now because that's joey he is at the bottom of the compounded time when we started this phoebe was at the bottom for compounded time up to episode six and then episode six happened and joey surpassed phoebe And Phoebe was at the bottom for compounded time. Now, we've had Phoebe at the bottom for a couple of weeks. Because Phoebe had the top speaking time for this episode, she now compounded time has more than Joey. So she's overtaken Joey again. And not by a little bit. She has more than two minutes over Joey. So Joey's going to have to have a pretty important episode and Phoebe's going to need to be pretty low for Joey to retake that spot over because it's an over two minute gap that they have between them now because of Phoebe's three minutes and 15 seconds and Joey's 43 seconds this episode that's a pretty significant difference between them when they've typically been close together in most of the episodes. So this is a switch up. Everybody else is the same this week. So Ross is still at the top, then Rachel, then Chandler, then Monica, and then Phoebe, and then Joey. Ross is still the only one who has a full episode to himself. He's actually got more than an episode to himself now. He's at 25 minutes and 42 seconds. Everyone else is just floating in the middle of the pack. Rachel and Chandler are still They're still back and forth. So Chandler took over Rachel in episode eight. Rachel took Chandler back over in episode nine. Rachel staying above Chandler in episode 10, but less than a minute difference between them. So it's not going to take a lot for Chandler to take that second spot back over. What I find really interesting about this though, is Chandler has only seen the top once and he is in third place for compounded time. But he's also super close to taking that second spot from Rachel, and Rachel has seen the top twice, the top meaning the number one spot. And Rachel's pretty consistently stays in the top three, and Chandler is pretty consistently in the lower three. So to have him be that close to taking that second spot for compounded time is interesting to see. And again, we'll see how long it takes from here to go there. Okay, this week I've got a question for you. I want to know, have you ever chipped your tooth? Thanks for tuning in this week. Don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at A Friend's Podcast for visuals of each week's data. And if you love the breakdown this week, please go rate and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening. Be sure to join me next week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. for our next mini-sode.